Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor, and you're listening to the How May I Serve You podcast, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guests today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. Today's guest is Dr. Richard K. Dr. K, how you doing? Absolutely outstanding today. Awesome. So Dr. Richard K is the director of the CEO space. He's best known for working with entrepreneurs to help them accelerate the growth of their businesses. For nearly 24 years, he's assisted people to improve their bottom line from early stage well into revenue. He's worked with them all. He is a frequent guest and podcast and podcast member and with webinars as featured on radio and televised programs, including KGTV in San Diego, KTLA in Los Angeles, and there was a PBS special about him and the work he was doing. He is the creator of the renowned The Secrets of Empowering Negotiation Program. Richard has presented workshops, programs, seminars in Australia, France, Japan, and Russia, as well as the United States. He has shared stages with Lisa Nichols, a friend of mine, <laughs> Mark Victor Hansen, Michael Beckwith, Sharon Lecture, Forbes Riley, and myriad others. Richard was awarded the Lifetime Achievement Award by the Top Talent Agency. Dr. Richard Kay, you are, listen, you are a man with many hats. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, Dr. Kay, um, let's talk. I want, you, I want you to share with us who are you, number one, where are you from, and how did you get started in this, this space? Well, before we get into that, Thomas, I want to acknowledge you. Many people comment that when we have an initial conversation, one of the questions they, they get asked by me is, how may I serve you? So that's why I fell in love with what it is that you do, because your whole model is, how may I serve you? It's a model, as you know, and listeners, if you don't know, you will soon, that it's a model of collaboration and cooperation. It's showing up. Too many people live in a world of me, 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 me. Let's make it all about me. When you show up and serve first, people will just love you because we all need to, to be served in one way or another. And I don't mean subservient. It's what can I do for you? So how did I get started here? I was a very famous chiropractor in San Diego. What does that mean? It means 6.30 news, morning television talk show for a year. PBS special about me. And then I made a decision to just shut my practice and serve entrepreneurs for the past, well, I guess about 24 years. I retired from San Diego. I live in Taos, New Mexico, Thomas. I already owned 80 acres here, came out here, nice. and working with entrepreneurs ever since. So there you have the Reader's Digest version of how we get to be talking. 
There you go. Short and sweet. So, um, Dr. K, did you always have this servant leadership mindset? Um, growing up as, as a kid, were you always in this leadership position to, where you was always looking to help others? No, I didn't grow up with that. I grew up with, you know, what can I get? How can you help me? It wasn't until I joined an organization, which is now defunct, unfortunately, CEO space, and I met the founder, Bernie Dorman, that I embraced, hey, how can I serve you? So, and now I translate that, Thomas, because what I do is I help people get amazing publicity, and that's pure service. Get them in uh, radio, get them on newspapers, including USA Today. Uh, if they have a book or they're an aspiring author, we will get them not just to a best-selling status, but to number one best-selling status, but not just in one, but in multiple categories. And we get them on stages. That's showing up and serving people, very much like what you do. The vehicles are different. Oops, let's turn that off. That's uh, my landlord calling. Uh, so we'll get to him later. So that that's how I got to be in service. Okay. So for those of us that don't know, what is the CEO space? Well, it doesn't exist anymore. Okay. So what uh, what happened unfortunately is three years ago the founder passed, had a massive heart attack, and he was done. And these days I work in publicity, helping people get building credibility. When I was practicing chiropractic, Thomas, I was just another one of many hundred chiropractors in San Diego until I got on the 630 News, until I got in the newspapers, till I had PBS. Those are the things that gave credibility to me. Ladies and gentlemen, no matter how special you think you are, or I thought I was, it's you to the consumer, you're, you're just another one of those. Once you have publicity, that's where your credibility grows. And that's what I do with people. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones. All things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T dot com. And schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. So, um, Dr. K, you know, on this podcast, we interview a lot of executives and coaches. How, so what would you say to the coach? Right now, I specifically want to speak to the coach. Uh, the coach that's grinding, working every day, and, and really focuses on just relying on referrals to get the clientele. How would you say uh, position them further in the spotlight 
um, or give them publicity will help the practice further? Great question. As I look over your shoulder, I see a ton of <clears throat> really good books. Hang in a second. Water helps. Really good books. That's added to their credibility, to the author's credibility as a coach. My God, if you Google coaches, you'll probably find a gazillion of them. Mm -hmm. What makes you stand out? You become the authority when you have a book. Well, other people have got books. Other, what would have happened if Henry Ford said, ah, they've already got cars out there. They don't need any. He changed the culture. And Henry Ford wasn't the first one to build a car. He was the first one to create the assembly line. True. As a chiropractor, I understand what it was like to work with people one-on-one. -on -one. The book gives you leverage, and then you build courses around that. That's another thing we do, Thomas. We help people develop their courses. As a referral practice, you are on demand. What does that mean? People come to you. And again, having practiced, I understand this. You want to be in demand is distinct from on demand. This makes sense, doesn't it? Of course. But um, what made you decide to pivot towards this space, right? Because prior to that, you were you were a chiro chiropractor, a, a renowned chiropractor. Then you started to work with the CEO space. Now you're in the, this position where you're providing publicity. Um, what what drove you towards this this space you're at right now? I was meditating one day, Thomas, and I very clearly heard, shut your practice and work with entrepreneurs. Mm. And I went, really? <laughs> well, three weeks later, three weeks, I shut down 30 years of my chiropractic. And I, I just shut the practice. Didn't, didn't sell it, just wrote letters because we didn't have email back then <laughs> wrote letters to patients because you can't abandon patients you guys sent them i sent them referrals to other doctors and again drove out here and it was scary most people live in certainty i want to know what's next this was just embracing total uncertainty in a whole new space and i bring with me my experience of being the public face out there and the president of our company was is David Fagan. He was the CEO of Guerrilla Marketing, which A. Conrad Levinson. So we bring a wealth of knowledge, information, and experience. And when you embrace that change, life changes. So what got me into this? It was just supposed to be. Got you. Got you. Okay. So what would you say it's your favorite? type of clientele to work with, right? Your avatar, your go-to. People who have a gift to give to the world and know that it's not just waking up one morning and say, I got it, you know, it's also, it takes time. People who understand that there's a capital investment, there's a time investment, there's an energy investment. The worst kind of client who says, here, do it all for me. No, you got to do it with us. Nobody is going to do it for you. That's a fantasy. It's a dream. People who are willing to put the energy forth. You know, it's like being on a speaking tour when or being on a stage. You have to learn how to do it. You have to take the coaching and the mentoring. 
Thomas, I'm a huge fan of learning from mistakes. I would just rather learn from someone else's mistakes. Yes, indeed. Those are the people who, who we want to work with. Yeah, and that's what I read so many books. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so um, you know, in this day and age, right? We are bombarded with so many different type of advertisement. You know, so many folks that are trying to market you their service, right? Either digital marketing or you know, copywriting, et cetera, et cetera. How would you differentiate differentiate um, what you do from everyone else? Because we have a track record. And again, I bring my history. David brings his history as CEO. As a matter of fact, just about now, he's landing from Kenya. There's just a little sidebar here. Wow. Because, okay. Yeah. Part of what we do is give back. My wife and I didn't make this trip, but we had uh, David and his wife, and I think six or eight clients of his in Kenya. Someone once asked, well, how, how much, you know, what do you sell in Kenya? It's like, we don't sell anything. It's service. They donated to put a water tank in a village. He had meetings with the governor, uh, spoke to, on my understanding, was about 8,000 students. I mean, for a student there to buy one of the books that any of us sell, you know, that's a month's income. So that's not about making money. Mm. It's about giving back. We have a challenge in our business. I mean, specifically in our business, Top Talent Agency. And if you want to look that up online, it's Top T Agency. Because if you go to Top Talent Agency, it ain't us, toptagency.com. And you'll see what we do. We have connections. So part of your uh, question is, why us? And coaches, I say to you, and I'm going to answer that in a moment. Just hang on you have the same question that every prospective client is asking why you why you and what the lady why not the lady next door or the lady up the block or the lady who's been on television and that's the answer where's your credibility so we have credibility ladies and gentlemen if you look at that website toptagency.com you'll see clients of ours on magazines in USA Today, I don't think we've put it up on site yet because there aren't too many, but people on the NASDAQ television show new to the street. We deliver, we deliver, and our problem is we overpromise, but we overdeliver. So you've got to ask yourself the question. When, when Thomas, when you're looking for guests on television and on your program here, one of your questions is why you? Why do I want you to share your knowledge, wisdom, and information? Ladies and gentlemen, people are asking the same question when they're choosing a coach or a mentor. We have the track record. We've got the history and pretty awesome results. Okay, let's let's dive into, because um, whenever, whenever I'm having these podcast interviews, right, I, I'm always curious to know how the guests was as a child compared to how they are now as an adult, right? I like to kind of figure out that that bridge, right? Um, that that middle intersection. So, can you describe to us how you were as a child? You know, uh, were you um, active? Were you uh, a person that was you not know, all to himself? Did you did you did you you know you know have a paper route? Like, walk us through your childhood, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
how was Little Richard? <laughs> hey, you didn't have a singer named after me. Little Richard, <laughs> before your time, Thomas. Uh, I was pretty rambunctious as a kid. Okay. I got disciplined in school. For, geez, I remember you asked that question. Going to a school picnic and cutting across the highway to get back to school. <laughs> they didn't like that back then. I never followed the crowd. Heck, going to come, my first career was as an electronics engineer and I mean a lot of people did that and then going to chiropractic school that was counterculture way back then so I wasn't awake and conscious now I take a look in the mirror and I say geez how did I get to this point it probably began in chiropractic school because the understanding then knowing that the power that made the body can heal the body is a pretty awake place to get to. Mm -hmm. So as a kid, yeah, I was rambunctious, uh, did things that today parents would, would sue schools for doing, you know, just <laughs> again, cutting across the highway. Mm -hmm. Not my parents, but parents would school, sue the school because the kid got out of hand and was in danger. Oh, shit. Life is like that. So... Being a chiropractor, uh, again, pure counterculture. And today it's more and more accepted. So does that answer your question? Yeah, so it, it, seem, it seems like you were a person to go against the grain, right? Um, kind of walk, you know, like take your own step, you know. You, you were an outlaw in, in a way, <laughs> in a way. Um, but that also shows um, true character, right? That, that's That's one of the... To be able to step into the unknown is one of the traits entrepreneurs need to develop, right? They need to have that grit because entrepreneurship is hard, as you already know. You know, there are three kinds of behaviors, and we call it a triad. Okay. Um, one is, uh, well, structure. My wife just came back from a meeting and it was a three hour meeting. This guy needs to know all the details. A structured person is show me the data, show me the history, show me everything. And then maybe I'll make a decision. Then there is, I'm sorry, that's my landlord again. Let me turn my phone off and I apologize for that. Probably wants to know if he can come over here later. Um, the structured person needs all the data, all the details behavior i'm what i call what we call behavior you give me an idea and i'll go do it i'll figure it out later on then there's perception the perception person says uh let me think about this let me put it against what i know and for example when i asked my wife do you want to go out to dinner tonight i wait for an answer i'm behavior just to get in the car and go so in, in playing in these areas, I am behavior. I make a decision. By the way, this is like being left or right-handed. Mm -hmm. None is right and you know, neither is wrong. It's just how do you play? When you understand these three parts of, of how we do this triad, it makes it so much easier to show up in life. And I'll be very honest. I don't remember the, the initiating question here. For me, it's just how do you live life? How do you want to play? And, you okay. and as I said, as my wife just came in, I said, honey, you know, when I ask you a question, I have to remember that you 
our perception it takes a while to get to the answer mm. most i'm just what's the answer yes or no <laughs> <laughs> so so what so so i guess being in a relationship is, is always important to understand your spouse's way of i guess the, the, the um the 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 their learning style, the way they receive information, and the way they deliver the information. That's important. Tom, it's not just your spouse, but everybody in life. <laughs> True. Yeah, everybody in life. You know, and, and if you're a coach and you ask a person a question and they don't answer it right away, doesn't mean they don't know. It means they're going through all the permutations on how to connect these neurons up here and make sense of the question before they can even formulate an answer. So for example, she again, just came back from a meeting and this is real time. This is 20 minutes ago, just before we started. And she's uh, very involved in Rotary and they're planning an event. And the guy said, well, what's this step? And what's this step? And what's this step? The structure person is step by step by step. Mm -hmm. These are all the data. So, yeah, when you're dealing with clients, you have to know where they live up here so you can deal with them. Okay. No, let's, let's bridge that with storytelling, right? Because with what you do, you also have to focus on storytelling. And in order for you to have a good story, you need the right data, the right information to make that story. So, and that's also why I asked you about your childhood, because I was trying to know learn more about who you were as a child compared to who you are who you are right now as a as a man and and really provide that context right um so when it comes to storytelling and publicity what do you tend to tell your clients when it comes to sharing their story because in order to build that know like and trust factor you have to share your story right storytelling is a very important factor so talk to us about about the, the I guess the 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 journey the storytelling journey that one has to take in order to put themselves out there. Storytelling, Thomas, is so vitally important. It's important. It gives people a reference to who you are, what you do, and what you can deliver. Now, again, if someone lives in pure structure, they don't want that. Just give it to me. But that doesn't serve, that doesn't bridge the gap between where you are and where you need to be. A leader, for example, uh, I just wrote an article for a, a magazine, and one of the questions was, what's the difference between a leader and a boss? A boss says, do this. That's it. A leader is by example and explains to people why you want to do this. The story, and you know, we've talked, I've given several stories here, and mm -hmm. you've asked questions brilliantly to allow the story to unfold to get to a solution. For example, you asked me, how did I get to do what I do? Well, someone else might just say, why do you do what you do? They're two totally different questions. How did you get there is a better question, and thank you for putting it that way, because it gives you and the viewers and the listeners more insight into why I do what I do. I'm just using me as the example. So as a coach, you want to have a conversation with your client as to why we're getting here. Many, many years ago, I hired a coach and 
now I look back through the window, the reference that I have used pure structure. He said, you have to do uh, from, from making up time frames from nine to 10 in the morning, <clears throat> you do this. <clears throat> and then at 10 o'clock, no matter what you're doing, you stop and you do this until 11. I said, no, I'm a creative person. You can't stop a creative episode just because yeah. it's whatever o'clock. He said, well, then you'll never succeed. I said, no, well, you'll, you'll never succeed because you're now fired. <laughs> I kid you not. I fired him on the spot. So as a coach, when you understand someone's view of life, and there's so much here I can give you from internal and external, and how that unfolds, you have it through story. Look at who your most successful leaders are. They tell stories. Gandhi told stories. John Kennedy told stories. <clears throat> Excuse me. Our current leaders, some of them don't tell stories. It's just the fact. Again, it's not right or wrong. So you, you, your questions are allowing a story to unfold here. So, Richard, um, what's currently driving you at, at this point of your life, right? This point in your life, what's what's that uh, that consistent force that's pushing you forward every morning when you wake up i love the question i'm going to tell you why thomas i'm retired i retired 18 yeah 18 years ago when i moved out here what drives me is sharing my experience with people so they can achieve success not to retire if someone calls me up and i say you know what's your goal in five years i the other day is i want to lie on the beach that's not a prospect <laughs> i want to work with I want to work with people just like you who have a desire to share their knowledge, their wisdom, their information with humanity to help people improve the quality of their lives. And yeah, hey, if you want to retire, great, but serve humanity first. And I go back to where we began. How may I serve you? It's my opening question to clients, to prospects. How can I serve you? And again, it's more than once when I want to lie on a beach. Well, you're not someone I want to work with. <laughs> if you say, I want to serve people in whatever the language is mm -hmm. and get your message out to the world to help people up-level their lives and then retire, that's okay. So what drives me is I've had many mentors in my life. One of them wrote the book over your shoulder, They Can Grow Rich. It was a mentor of mine. If I can serve more people, then I can leave this body and be happier. That's that's a great great answer right there. <laughs> so um, now let's let's bring it back to to current time. Um, what are you currently working on at this moment? Because I know um, you mentioned you, you retired, but you're you're still active. You're still active. You know, you're still working with this company. You're still serving people. But what up? Uh, you have any new projects? Any new any new books you, uh, that you would like to share with us? The um, the thing that I'm most involved in is supporting my wife. We met on a networking event. She was from San Francisco, but living in the UK at the time. Okay. And I mean, most of you watching this, you're in networking and stuff. I was I was facilitating as I do a lot of breakout rooms. Well, in this particular breakout room, she she showed up, and. From her side of the story, she says, I heard this guy talking about having a soul-to-soul -soul conversation with his son. Well, she's, that got her interested. 
Again, Reader's Digest version is two months later, she moved in with me, and a year and a half after that, we got married. Two months later, that's that's, that's good. <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> she writes books that help empower parents to have better relationships with their children, to have enlightened conversation with their kids. As a matter of fact, um, the third book is being released almost now as we talk. She's won the Mom's Choice Award for the first two books. They didn't get the third one yet. She's been featured in USA Today, in the Los Angeles Tribune. Um, we've been to the USA Today offices. This is where my focus is in helping her, working with her. She's a client and, of course, my wife, but she is a client. And as a matter of fact, uh, in two days, three days, we drive out to San Diego for another conference. And then in June, we have the Publicity and Publishing Conference, where we will, if a book's not released formally by then, we'll get it to number one in multiple categories. So that's my main driver now, right now helping Angel help parents create better relationships with their kids so their kids don't fall into, I mean, there was another shooting at school the other day. Yeah. We're passionate yeah, yeah. about preventing that crap. When kids own who they are, they don't have to take out their aggression on others. So yeah. that's my main focus these days. And that's a... Uh... That's a great, great, uh, you know, focus right there. And um, just the fact that you're supporting your wife to, you know, even though your wife is a client as well, but that that shows that, uh, you know, you are a loyal and very supportive spouse. <laughs> yes, gentlemen, you better be if you want a healthy relationship. Yes, indeed. So um, if someone were to inquire about your services or just want to connect with you, where can they find you, Dr. Richard? There's a couple of ways. One is you can set up a time to talk. And that's very easy. Talkaboutpublicity.com. It takes you directly to my calendar link. Talkaboutpublicity.com. I also, Thomas, want to make available to your viewers and listeners here, everybody needs publicity. When I was practicing in San Diego, where I lived, was a place called La Costa. Right across the golf course was where Deepak Chopra had his Chopra Center. And Deepak said... I don't have, I, I don't do things much differently than any other Ayurvedic physician. He said, what I got is great publicity. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm going to say that again. I don't do things much differently than anyone else. What I have is great publicity. How do you get that publicity? You work with us. That's what we do. We get you out into the world. And in May, I'm hosting an event. It's about publicity and is an invitation to register. Uh, Thomas, I know you said you'll set it, uh, say it in the show notes. I just want to give it to the viewers up front. It's richardk.com, R-I-C-H-A-R-D-K-A-Y-E.com forward slash PPP hyphen registration. YPPP hyphen registration. It's profitable, powerful publicity. That's a lot. So it's PPP hyphen registration. And it's going to be an hour or more, depending on how active and involved the audience is. 
you're going to learn how to get on podcasts. You're going to learn language for podcasts. You're going to learn how to get invited back, which is perhaps the most important thing of any event you're on. That's why I was invited back, not how, but I learned that during a television show when I was on a morning talk show, I got invited back. We cut to commercial and Jerry says, get this guy back here. You're going to learn how to do that. And you're going to learn how to, how to get out into the world. So get in touch with me or you can just email R-K-A-Y-E at RichardK.com. R-I-C-H-A-R-D-K-A-Y-E.com. There you go. So, um, Dr. Richard K., it was a pleasure having you on to this episode of the How May I Serve You podcast. And i also like to thank all of our viewers and listeners for lending us their ears and their eyeballs. And last but not least, Dr. K., how may I serve you? Keep doing what you're doing. Keep do- You are serving your community. When I say needs to be served, there's no needs, but has a thirst for knowledge, wisdom, and information. It's an expression you've heard me use several times. Keep doing what you're doing and keep reading those books over your shoulders so that you grow as we all grow. And I love your library, same kind of stuff I read. <laughs> so go out and, and, and serve. That's what you do, and you do it very well, Thomas. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. K. And of course, this is your, your host, Thomas Johnson. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share it with somebody else that will definitely benefit be, be, be sure to show love, take care of yourself, and God bless. We're out. Hey.